I want us to open up the word to Luke chapter 1 verse 80. Um, for those who, um, uh, you know, never met me and don't know much about me, I am of Dominican origin. I, I come from the Dominican Republic. My wife is Italian origin. And so um, we really have some extraordinary kids. Uh, they, they have a lot of energy and they have a lot of uh, excitement. And so uh, Luke 180, Luke chapter 1 verse 80. I'm going to read two verses. I'm going to be in Luke 180. Then I want to go to Romans. Hallelujah. Luke 180 and then I want to go to Romans. When you have Luke 180, say amen. All right, now. So the child grew. What did the child do? He, he grew. And became strong in spirit. Somebody say spirit. All right, now. I like this church already. It's an amazing church. There she come right there. Come through here. I want everybody to see that you and I are the same color. Why, why are you guys laughing? Let me read this text. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. And was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Somebody say Manifestation. Okay, now go with me to Romans chapter 8. Okay. Now you're probably looking at this Bible, sweetheart. This is your Bible. I had to take it this morning. Romans chapter 8. I want you to go to verse 19. Romans 8, 19. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing or the manifestation of the sons of God. Somebody say manifestation. All right, lift up one hand very quickly. Lift it up, lift it up. Okay, I see some of you guys got. All right, lift it up. My wife's going to pray for us. I pray for us that God will help us. Father God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in this place and the people in this place. Lord, I thank you for the word that you are giving us this morning through the man of God. I pray that it would forever change our hearts, that we would grow in spirit. Lord, that this word would impact this house in a supernatural way, that it would um, just break chains and, and open up new understanding. Lord, I pray that even as Ephesians tells us Lord that you would open the eyes of our understanding Lord give us revelation of your word give us revelation of your spirit Lord and help us to be one with you help us to hear what your Holy Spirit 
wants us to hear this morning. In Jesus' precious and holy name, amen. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on, come on, say amen. amen. All right, give the Lord a round of applause quickly. Come on. Come on. Amen. Where, where the men of God just went with the keys? What happened? <laughs> My wife was here. She came in. And when I came in, he left. Okay, I, I want you to stay there, men of God. All right, I want to talk to you for a couple minutes under this title. The time of your manifestation. The time. Somebody say the time of your manifestation. All right, you may be seated. All right. The time of your manifestation. Now, let me, let me tell you something very quickly. I want you to understand. When the Apostle Paul wrote the book of Romans, he had not visited Rome yet. And he wanted them to understand the power of what Christ had done for them by dying for them on the cross in the privilege that they now had with coming into Christ. And that's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 1. There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Somebody say in Christ. Come on talk to me. Somebody say in Christ. And the Bible says to those who walk not according to the flesh but according to the spirit. And he, he, gave, he gave a long explanation in chapter 7 about the need that we have to be in Christ. Because there is an innate desire inside of us or in the flesh for us to be sinful and for us to not help ourselves from sinning. And, and he says, I mean, uh, it, literally it is impossible for you to be able to keep yourself from doing the wrong thing. And so he says... Uh, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Meaning that the body is continuously leading us down the wrong place. If you let the body go or you leave the body without restraint, the body will always lead you to the wrong direction. How many believe that to be true? And that's what the Bible says. Uh, the Bible says that the flesh is addicted to sin. Meaning that there is no good thing. This is the way that Paul put it. He said there is no good thing that is in me that is in my flesh. He says I realized that when I took an inventory of my flesh. There was absolutely no good thing in it. The only thing that was in the flesh is corruption. Uh, the apostle John calls it in this manner. He calls it the lust of the flesh. Meaning that the the flesh is always lusting after the wrong thing. If you leave the flesh without any kind of discipline or any kind of restraint, the flesh will lead you down the wrong path quickly. And so you have to always keep the flesh in check. A lot of people don't understand why in Galatians, the first fruit of the spirit is love, but the last fruit of the spirit is self-control. Can somebody say self-control? Can somebody say self-control? God is letting us know that 
only the spirit in us can really keep us self-controlled. There's no other way for us to be kept. And there's no other way for us to be able to keep ourselves in a place where we're walking in the right direction unless the spirit of God had come in and done something supernatural inside of us. Can somebody say amen? And there's some of you that might be looking at me like, say, Matthias, I don't think I'm that bad. I promise you, without God, you're not just that bad, you're worse. All right, now, now that's the kind of word where nobody wants to say amen because the flesh, the Bible says, has no good thing in it. And the only way to, uh, uh, to overcome the power of the flesh is to get a greater power in there. Somebody say a greater power. That's why we needed to be born again. You don't ask darkness to leave any place that you go into. Right now, there's a part of this sanctuary that's in darkness. The reason why the, the sanctuary is in darkness is not because uh, there's something wrong, but because the light in that area is not that strong. You never ask darkness to leave. You have to overcome it with a greater power. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say amen? And so where I'm standing is very bright. It's because the light in this particular area is strong. It doesn't ask darkness to leave. It overcomes darkness. And so you could never overcome darkness by your own power. You have to be born again and a greater power had to come in to overcome the darkness of your flesh, which is called your spirit. Can somebody understand what I'm saying? Unless you're born of the spirit, you cannot overcome the tendencies of the flesh. It is impossible. He said that there's no way for me to be able to overcome the tendency of the flesh that's in me. There are things inside of us that the flesh wants to do that unless there's a greater power that's holding you, that there's a greater power that's stopping you, you will not be able to stop it. The Bible says, now all of that's in the world. These three things are in the flesh, men of God. The lust of the eyes. The lust of the flesh and the pride of life. They, these pillars are always pulling us in the wrong direction. They're always pulling us. Our eyes never get tired of seeing. No wonder Job said, I made a covenant with my eyes. I shall not look upon a virgin. Because our eyes always wants to be all over the place, looking all over the place. And there's no way to control them. The only way to control your eyes, you need a stronger power to come in and keep your eyes in check. You know, Come on, come on. You need your eyes to be kept in check by the power of the Holy Spirit. Can somebody say amen? You need your eyes to be kept in check by the Spirit of God rebirthing your spirit and bringing it into a place where it starts to overcome the desires of your eyes it starts to overcome the desires of your flesh it overcomes the pride of life unless you have the spirit of God on you it is impossible for you to be humble unless the spirit of God comes on you and your spirit starts to grow it's impossible for you to keep yourself because the pride of life is too strong pastor Brian all of a sudden when somebody wants to correct you your, your flesh wants to act up and it wants to respond because it it's a power of sinfulness that's working in it to try to keep you from being, a, being able to see the purpose of God for your life. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say amen? Somebody say a stronger power. Say it loud. Stronger power. The Bible says that the apostle John understood this. He says greater is he that's in you than he who's in the world. So you need a stronger power 
You need a stronger power. And that power, listen to me, it's not just, listen, it's not just the Holy Spirit coming upon you. It's you maturing in your spirit. Oh God, let me talk to this side. I said, it's you maturing in your spirit. Somebody say, I have to mature. Okay, let, let, say that again. I have to mature. Your, you have a spiritual ability in you right now. Which the Bible says, and that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit. That which is born of flesh is that which is born of spirit is? You, that, that's what the Bible said. You need to be born again. That's what Nicodemus didn't understand. Nicodemus went up to the teacher. He says, teacher, I need you to teach me how I'm able to get eternal life. How do I see the kingdom? He said, you must be born again, Nicodemus. The only way for you to stop the tendency that you have right now, they need to be overcome with a greater power. And so he goes on to explain to him, that which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. You need to be born of the spirit so you can overcome the tendencies of the flesh. Come on, can somebody understand what I'm saying? God is bringing you to another level today. I said God's bringing you to another level today. There are people in here that, listen, the creation... Creation, meaning there are things around you right now waiting for your manifestation as a son or a daughter of God. There are individuals, there are family members waiting on you to take up your place in Christ. To mature in the spirit so that you're able to see things change by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because you have the maturity to do it. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying? They, they, they are waiting. The Bible says all of creation. All of creation. Awaits. Eagerly. The manifestation. Of the sons of God. The revealing of the sons of God. There are. This, God. God has so much for you to do. Oh God. Let me, let me say that again. God has so much for you to do. Ephesians 2 chapter, chapter 2 verse 10 says, Now, you were created. The Bible says you were created in Christ Jesus. You are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. There are works for you to do that you can't do until you mature in the spirit. There are things for you to do. That's why I came to tell you guys today. It's time for your manifestation. Now let me tell you. This church is going to do extraordinary things in this region. And you guys have not seen the half of it yet. It's time for you to manifest. It's time for you to grow to another level. It's time for you to move to another place in the spirit. It's time for you to see the purpose and the will of God fulfilled in your house. If you believe it, give God a strong hand clap. Because God has sent me here to tell you the time of your manifestation is now if you believe it shout amen if you believe it shout amen whatever has been holding you will hold you no longer oh glory 
God. I said whatever has been holding you will hold you no longer. Somebody say hallelujah. My God. This is what the Bible says, Pastor. It says in John grew and became strong in spirit. What did he do? He grew and became what? This side. He became what? He became strong in spirit. Now watch this. Until the day of his manifestation. In other words, he could not fulfill what he was called to do until he was strong enough. Oh God. Until he was strong enough to fulfill it. So his destiny was waiting on him to become strong enough. I'm telling you today, you are going to rise up. And this is the last day that your destiny is going to wait on you. Because you're going to rise up and you're going to become strong in the spirit. And everything that you need to do, every person that you need to minister to, everyone that you need to speak to, and everyone that you need to touch. Today in the name of Jesus, you're going to rise up and you're going to do it in Jesus name. Somebody say it's time. No, no, say it out. It's time. I came to tell somebody today, it's time for you to get up and move forward. It's time. The time of your manifestation is now. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. Now listen to me. This is the key to everything that you have to do in the Lord. Your growth is the key. Can somebody say the key? Oh, glory. That's the key. That's why if you go to Luke chapter 2, Pastor, this, the Bible says two things about Jesus that are key. In Luke chapter 2 verse 40, the Bible says, And the child grew and became strong in spirit. And then it repeats it again. In Luke 2.52, it says, and the child grew and increased in wisdom. His, his whole assignment was growing. Somebody say grow. Say it loud. Say grow. His whole assignment was growing. The Bible says that at the age of 12, he went to the temple. He was teaching. And then he was subject to his parents. And then he repeats this same order. And the child grew. He kept growing. A lot of us are being held up because we're too comfortable and we're happy to be coming to church and we're happy to be in the house of the Lord. But it's not enough for you to be in the house of the Lord. You got to be growing if you're going to get to where God wants you to go. Oh God, I'm going to get in trouble in here. You got to be growing because your purpose doesn't depend on how many times you're in church. Your purpose depends on how much you grow in the spirit. Somebody say it's time. I came to tell you it's time. The manifestation due date is up. All right. Well, I, got a, I got a couple hundred people in here. I only got 10 people saying amen. It's all right. I love you anyway. Say amen. 
Now listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going to give you key, key areas where you have to grow in the spirit. Someone say grow in the spirit. This is, this is where you are going to determine the speed of your manifestation. Listen, your speed is not manifested by the people around you or what's happening around you. The speed of your destiny is manifested by what's happening in you. Listen, if the engine of the car is on, you can't stop the car from moving. Oh, God. I said if the engine is on, you can't stop the car from moving. That engine will keep the car moving in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. There's a revival coming to this church that's going to shake this church with the power of God. Listen, I know what I'm seeing in the spirit. And it's going to happen with you guys. The people for the revival are already here. The people for the move of God are already here. Don't look around for no one else to bring the revival. The revival is going to come with you guys rising up and saying, It's time for the manifestation to happen. Somebody better give God some praise. I've been sent by God over here. I didn't come over here to look around and look cute. God sent me and said, tell my church, it's time for the manifestation. I'm telling you right now, God's spirit is here. Somebody say amen. Something about to break loose in this church. I'm telling you right now. The enemy is in for a rude awakening. Sit down. I'm telling you, man. God, thank you. Now, listen to this, Pastor Brian. There are keys that I want to talk to you about. Why? Do you need to grow in spirit? I'm going to give you seven keys and I'm going to go. Why you need to grow in spirit? Your life is dependent upon your growth. Somebody say, I got to grow. Don't be looking around wondering, Lord, when you're going to do it? When is my purpose going to be manifested? When is my destiny going to come? Listen, everything that God was going to do for you is done. Oh, God. Everything that he was going to give you is yours. Now you got to take it. I said, you got that? You got that? You got to take some stuff. The Lord told me a couple months ago, tell my church, it's not on the giving end that's the problem. It's on the receiving. All right. This is what the Bible says. All of creation is waiting eagerly for the manifestation of the sons of God. Who are the sons of God? The ones who walk in the spirit. They walk in the? They walk in the? All right. Why do you need to grow in the spirit? Write this down. Number one. Okay, I want you to take notes. Take your notebooks out now. I'm done preaching. Okay? 
Now, what, what, now, now, Pastor, I was gonna get ready to finish in 15 minutes until you brought this water up here. Keep it going. <laughs> I, I really was. And I said, man, they don't want me to preach long. I got no water, no dry. I said, all right. And as soon as he gave me these two, just 15 here and 15 here. Just added 30 minutes to our sermon. Come on, give the Lord a round of applause. Come on. I love this man. He's always been so humble. Ever since he was in school, he's always been like this. He's an amazing man of God. Come on. Somebody say amen. All right, now listen. Why do you need to grow in spirit? Number one, write this down. Number one, you are a son of God in your spirit. Oh, God. All right, I'm going to take my time with this. You are a son of God in your spirit. You are a son of God in your? Go with me to Romans. I want to show you this. You are a son of God in your spirit. Go with me to Romans. Hallelujah. Praise God. Romans chapter 8 verse 16. Listen to what the Bible says. The spirit himself bear witness with our spirit. Somebody say my spirit. Okay. That we are. God's children. The witness is in your spirit. Oh God. The witness is in your That's why your, your true confidence comes out of living in the spirit and maturing in your spirit. That, that's why there's, there's some of you, and, and you, you, you said, I, I receive, I receive, I know I heard from the Lord, but I, I just don't feel like I can fulfill it. Because you're trying to fulfill it in the flesh. You're trying to fulfill it in the soulless realm. You can't do that. You have to fulfill it in the spirit. You have to know that you are a son of God in your spirit. And you have to start thinking. Listen to me. Wait a minute. I am a spiritual being living in a natural body. Oh God. Let me repeat that again. I am a spiritual being living in a natural body. Because what the enemy is trying to do, he's trying to bring the church into a place where they think they are natural beings. Having a spiritual experience. That's not the case. You are a spiritual being. Oh God. And you're having a natural experience. And so if you are spiritual. That means that you can overcome things. That other people cannot overcome. Because you have an advantage in the spirit. Come, Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. You are a son of God in your spirit. That's why a lot of people don't understand, Pastor, what happened to Paul at the island of Martha. 
when Paul was gathering sticks and he was putting them together for the fire, the Bible says that a snake came out and bit him. When all the locals saw that the snake was a viper and was looking at him, he said, oh my goodness, this guy was truly a criminal. He escaped the storm, but he cannot escape on land. Truly, his sin has found him out. And the Bible says, shaking off the beast, he kept doing his thing and, he kept, and they were all watching him. Give them two minutes. After two minutes, give them three. They're watching him, waiting, the Bible says, for him to swell up and die, but nothing happened. Then they concluded, they said, this guy must be a God coming in a human flesh. Why? Because they did not understand that when you walk in the spirit and your spirit grows, what affects the natural can affect you. You didn't hear what I said. It cannot affect you because you are a spiritual being. We have to go back to taking advantage to our inheritance as spiritual people of God. I'm here to tell you the time of your manifestation, the time of you walking in the spirit, the time of you being strong in the spirit is now where people need to look to God and they need to see God in you because you are strong enough for God to manifest his glory through your life. Is there anybody that's receiving that word? What Listen to me. Whatever your mother died from, you won't die from it. Whatever your dad died from, you won't die from it. Because there is a difference with you. You are in the spirit and the spirit overcomes the natural. You are a son of God in your spirit. Somebody say in my spirit. Thank you Jesus. The Holy Spirit is communicating with your spirit. He's communicating with your spirit. Hallelujah. We have to get back to knowing who we are. Oh God. I said we got to get back to knowing who we are. Enemies in trying to shape into the church this kind of thought that we're weak and you know we're just trying to make it and it's okay and God's going to help us. Listen to me, you are stronger than you know. I'm going to repeat that. I say you are stronger than you know. The Bible says let the weak say. Wait a minute. Let the weak say. Now let me tell you what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 24. The Bible, Matthew, Matthew chapter 26. The Bible says that Jesus was looking at the disciples and he told them. He says, I tell you, truly, truly, the spirit is willing. But the flesh is. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is. The only part of you that's weak. Is your flesh. You didn't hear what I said. That's the only part of you that's weak. Every other part is. Oh God. Every other part is. Let the weak say I am. Now I was thinking about what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1. Christ is the head. And the church is the. Christ is the head and the church is the. I just came from Tanzania, Africa. That's where I got this shirt from. 
I just came from Tanzania, Africa, and we was in the Serengeti. We were looking at the lions. Now, get this. We was looking at the lions. Now, the lions are hanging out all around the Serengeti. They are the owners. They know they're the owners, and they're walking around. Everybody's got to make way wherever they go. There's a few of them, but all the elephants are moving out of the way. All the giraffes got to move out the way. All the hyenas got to move out the way. Why? Because the lions are coming through. Now, listen to me. The Bible says in, in um, Revelation chapter 5, Jesus is the lion of the tribe of? He's the lion of the tribe of? Jesus is the head. And he's a lion. If the head is that of a lion, what's the rest of the body? What's the rest of the body? Now you know that everybody fears the head of the lion, but you don't see nobody trying to touch his tail. Because although that's not the head, it's still a part of the? Can somebody understand what I'm trying to tell you? The enemy cannot touch you because you are a part of the body of Christ. And you have to know you are a part of the lion. And if you are a part of the lion, the enemy is not going to be able to touch you. You don't see no animal coming up to the lion and saying, you know what? Because you're a part of the, uh, you're, not a, you're not the head. Let me get the tail. Let me grab the paw. No animal tries to do that. Because they know even though it's not the head, it's still a part of the lion. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say amen? You are a spiritual being. You're living in a body. And God says, in your spirit, you are my son. In your spirit, you might look normal. Oh, God. You might be walking around. You, you, in the flesh, you go nice and slow. Because, you know, the flesh, the Bible says, the, the flesh deteriorates. But the inner man renews itself. So while the flesh is growing weaker, the spirit man is growing stronger. And, and everybody might look at you and say, I don't see much there. What you're looking at is the lamb. If you go inside, you're going to find the lion. Inside of every single one of you, there's a lion ready to roar. And you have to allow him to come out. Somebody say amen. Now, this is why you need to grow in the spirit. You need to grow in the spirit to manifest. And so your destiny can be fulfilled. Why you need to grow in the spirit? Write this down. Number two. Write this down, please. You need to grow in the spirit. Because with your spirit... You are one with God. Oh God. With your spirit. If you tap into this power. Oh God. If you tap into this authority that belongs to you. There is an authority in the church. The Bible says. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Anybody know what the gates are? 
You know that at the gates of the city was where they, when I went to study in Israel, they say that the gates of the city were where the elders will meet to make uh, exchange of ideas and to make transactions of businesses. The people that were important will meet at the gates so they can make great transactions and they can exchange ideas. So what Jesus was saying, he's saying, listen, I'm telling you the gates of hell, the greatest demons in hell, when all of their strategies and all of their ideas, they would not be able to prevail against the church when we're operating as the authority that we have in Christ. The gates and all of their strategies and all of their plans will not prevail against you. They will not prevail against your family. They will not prevail against your house. They will not prevail against your finances. It will not prevail against your marriage. You got to know that you are a son of God and God is with you. Somebody say God's with me. Somebody say God's with me. God is with you in your spirit. You got to have that witness. When you came, God came with you. Oh. When you got there, God got there with you. We got to, we got to go back. We got to go back to the word of God and search it out diligently because there are secrets that we have not been taken advantage of. We are one with God in our spirit. Go with, go with me to the scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. Notice what the word says. It says, but he that is joined unto the Lord is what? It's one spirit with him. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. All that the enemy's doing against you. Now listen to me very closely. Everything that the enemy's doing against you has one purpose. To separate you from God. Every plan. That, you know why? Because he knows you are the only creature. You are the only creation in all of the universe that can say what this Bible verse says. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. The animals can't say that. The angels can't say that. Creation can't say that. The only one that's one with the Lord in spirit. And the Bible goes into it and, and describes it very clearly. He says, I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth, this is a mystery. You know, for it says in Ephesians chapter 5, for this sake, a man should leave his house and should cleave unto his wife. And the two shall become. He says, I speak a mystery. But this is so with Christ in the church. He says, I speak a mystery because he doesn't want to be so out front. He says, just like you and your wife are joined together, so Christ in the church is joined together. So that everything that belongs to your husband belongs to you. Everything that belongs to Christ belongs to us. Come on, you got to get this in your spirit. You got to know that you are connected to the Lord and you have to live with that confidence and you have to live with that bonus because that's what is yours. Can somebody say amen? amen. 
This belongs to you. You are connected to him. Say, I'm connected. Say it loud. I'm connected. I'm telling you what the Bible says. Let me tell you something. No one wanted to stone Jesus until he said, my father and I are one. As long as he was a prophet, he was okay. As long as he was a teacher, he was okay. As long as he was a pastor, he was okay. But as soon as he said, my father and I are one, they picked up stones and wanted to stone them. Why? Because the devil fears a man or a woman that has the presence of God so near that wherever God, he fears a man or a woman that will rise up and say, if I'm going, God's coming with me. Can somebody say amen? amen? That's the fear of the kingdom of darkness. You realizing that you can be joined to the Lord. Man, you walking around and the enemy trying to take advantage of you. He's trying to get you all, in, all depressed and he's trying to get you all fearful and he's trying to get you to be all anxious. Do you know who you are? Do you know what you carry? Do you know that demons have to stand at attention because of the presence of God that's with you? And they got to, oh God, they got to know that you are connected to the Lord. Someone say, I'm connected. This is why we got to grow in the spirit. Because the enemy has been trying to come into the church and he's trying to take advantage of what belongs to us. And he's trying to keep us ignorant of our position in Christ. Say it's time. Say it loud, it's time. All of creation is waiting for you to get this revelation. All of creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. They're waiting for somebody to rise up and say this is going to get fixed right now. Because in the name of Jesus, I'm going to fix it with the power of the Lord. You know what? I prophesy this whole region shall be saved in the name of Jesus. Say amen. You got to take some things by force. The kingdom suffered violent and the violent take it. You're a son of God in your spirit. You are one with God in your spirit. Now write this down. Number three. I got to go. Number three. You worship God in your spirit. Come on, somebody say worship. Say it loud. Say worship. The Bible says in John chapter four. Listen to this. Verse 23. John chapter four, verse 23. This is so powerful. I let you know it by heart. But I want you to get a new revelation on it today. John chapter 4 verse 23. Listen to what the Bible says. It says, but the hour is coming. I love that. And now is. The hour is coming. And now is. Some of you are waiting for the hour to come. And God is saying now Some of you saying, God, when are you going to use me? And God's saying, now 
It's now. Somebody say it's now. The hour is coming and now is, listen, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in, in, you got to worship him in spirit. Somebody say in spirit. How you know you're worshiping God in spirit? You know when you know you're worshiping God in spirit? When you get to church and you lift up your hands, you get on your knees, you, you, you cry and it don't matter what you're doing and you don't care who's looking at you. You, you lift up your hands, you say, God, whatever you want to do with me, do it. I don't care who's looking at me. I'm going to cry. I'm going to scream. I'm going to do whatever you want me to do. I'm going to lay on the floor if I got to lay on the floor. I'm going to lose my dignity because it's not in the flesh. It's in the spirit. Oh, God, he's looking for somebody who's not people concerned, but is God concerned. And it's saying, God, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. There's a freedom in the spirit where you stop being people conscious. <laughs> There's a freedom. The Bible says, he whom the son says free, it's free. It's when you stop caring what people can think about your shirt, what people can think about your tie. I came to worship God. It don't matter how my shirt look. It don't matter how my tie look. I'm here to worship the king of kings and the Lord of Can somebody say amen? Somebody say, I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> I know some of you looking at my shirt and say, why you got so many flowers on this shirt? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Somebody say, amen. <laughs> I love you guys. Woo-wee. You must worship him in spirit and in truth. For such worshipers, the father seek it to worship him. He's just looking for two or three that will say, Lord, I'm going to do it no matter what anyone thinks. That's all he's looking for, just for two or three that will say, Lord, it don't matter what no one says, I'm still going to worship you. You know, that's why, that's why David's wife got in trouble. Because he was worshiping God in the spirit. He danced off of his clothes. And she's looking at him from the window saying, oh my goodness, don't you know you're the king? How dare you dance so much in front of the people? Do you have any dignity? Do you have any respect? The Bible says, and the Lord closed up her womb. She was too proud to worship God. She was too high in her place to worship the king of kings. She was too lofty and high and lifted up. Bible says the Lord closed up a wound, meaning she became unfruitful. Why? Because she was not free to worship in spirit and truth. Somebody say, I'm free. Say it again, I'm free. You must be free today. There are some of you that got mighty visions, mighty dreams, mighty assignments, but you must stop looking at what people are going to say and you must stop looking at what people are going to think and you have to move on the vision and you have to move on the dream. God is laying something on you and he's saying, go! It's got to be done in the spirit. 
Must be done in the spirit. Must be done in the spirit. Where must it, where, where must it be done? Where, where must it be done? In the spirit. Now write this down, number four. Write this down. With your spirit. Listen to me. With your spirit, you pray. With your spirit, you? With your spirit, you? There's nothing more difficult than trying to pray in the flesh. You ever tried doing that? I remember when I started, I got on my knees. I'm trying to do it in the flesh. I feel I, I, I feel like I was down there for 30 minutes. I got up, two minutes has gone by. I said, there's something wrong with this clock. I said, let me get another one. Why? Because you're trying to do it in the flesh. And the enemy wants to make you think, listen to me, that you're not a prayer warrior. That you can't pray long. That's a trick of the enemy. The Bible says something to the disciples. The, the scripture says that Jesus says something to the disciples that's very, very powerful. He said, could you not watch with me at least one hour? You know what that is, Pastor? That's the minimum wage of the kingdom. All right, let me talk to this time. That's minimum wage. Everybody that's been praying 15 minutes just felt convicted. L listen to me. That's it. Can you not pray with me at least one hour? He didn't say at the most. He said at least. It's got to be done in the spirit. When you pray, heaven listens and hell has to move. I'm telling you right now, when you pray, heaven listen and hell has to move. Don't you look at yourself like somebody that can't pray and somebody that can't put things in order by the Spirit of God. Don't you look at yourself as somebody who don't know. No, it's not by power. It's not by might. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. You are a prayer warrior. You can pray long. You can pray in the Spirit. You got to take that in the name of Jesus. Say, I can pray. Say it again, I can pray. It's time for you to manifest the prayer warrior inside of you. Go with me to the Bible. Go with me to the Bible. Matthew 26, verse 41. Matthew 26, verse 41. Watch and pray that you may enter not into temptation. Watch and pray that you may enter not into the spirit indeed is willing. The spirit indeed is willing. If you allow it to be done in the spirit, you can do it. But the flesh is weak. The only part of you that doesn't like to pray is the flesh. You start praying in the Holy Ghost, things happen. Oh God, thank you Jesus. I said things happen. We got to go back to praying in the spirit. 
we have to go back to interceding in the Holy Spirit and tell the enemy, if you don't get out the way, I promise you I'm going to run you over with my prayer life because I know I can pray in the Spirit. Somebody say amen. amen. The Bible says something extraordinary in Romans chapter 8. It says we don't know how to pray as we ought to. We don't know, but the Spirit himself does what? Intercedes for us. With groanings. You are a spiritual being. You got to take advantage of it. You got to know how to wake up in the morning and start praying in the Holy Ghost. You don't know what's wrong, but you feel something's pushing you to pray. And you got to go off in the spirit. You don't know if it's your daughter. You don't know if it's your son. You don't know if it's your husband, but you're going to figure it out in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. It's time. I said it's time. You got to wake up and start interceding in the Holy Ghost. You see your house is going left into left field. You see that your things are breaking down. And you say, God, I don't know which way to go. Start praying in the Spirit. The Spirit knows. The Spirit knows what to do. The Spirit knows how to pray. And if you're not baptized with the Holy Ghost yet, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, in the name of Jesus, today is your day in Jesus' name. Time for your manifestation. All of creation awaits for the manifestation of the sons of God. All of creation. You don't know how many people are waiting for you to rise up in the spirit. You have no idea. I have no idea. You know how many people came to the Lord last year, Pastor? 45,000. In one year. Had I known there were so many souls waiting on me to get strong in the spirit, I would have done it sooner. Come on, I'm telling you, there's more on the inside of you than you know. This region is waiting on this church. This region belongs to this church. There is no devil in hell that can keep this region from being saved because this church is here and this church is going to take the region by force in the name of Jesus. If you don't know what to do, pray. If you don't have any strategy, pray. If you don't know which way to go, pray. When you don't know what sermon to preach, pray. When you don't know what to do, pray. I promise you, God will see you through. did the Dr. Crabtree do it? How did those old saints do it? They didn't have all the theology that we have. They didn't have all of the depth, uh, Greek word and Hebrew words. They knew how to get in the altar of God and just said, God, we're not going to let you go until you change the situation. They did it in the spirit. Somebody say in the spirit. What number am I on? <laughs> Hallelujah. I love this church. Number five. Write this down. Number five. 
your faith comes out of your spirit. My God. Where does your faith come out of? Where does your faith come out of? Your spirit. Listen to me. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 or 7. We walk by faith and not by your spirit. Now listen to me. Because we're supposed to be going from faith to from faith to from glory to you know that God is waiting on your spiritual capacity to increase for him to start doing greater faith exploits through you. Listen to me. You guys saw my son Jeremiah. Jeremiah has all the muscles I have. He has all the body parts I have right now. But he cannot live what I can live. Not because he's less of a man than I am. But because he hasn't developed the strength to do it. It's not that he can't do it. It's that he's underdeveloped. There are things that God wants you to live in the spirit. There are things that God wants you to do in the spirit. He's saying, I know you can do it. You're saying, God is too hard. He says, no, I know you can do it. What you need to do is get in the gym of the spirit and start developing your spiritual muscle so that you're able to pull things by faith that otherwise you cannot pull unless you mature. The Bible says, and the child grew and became what? Strong in spirit. What did he become? Strong. What did he become? Strong. strong. You got to become strong. Oh, glory. What man should become? Strong. We got to be strong believers. Thank you, Jesus. We got to be strong. You gotta be strong. Faith comes out of your spirit. Comes out of your spirit. Go with me to the scriptures very quickly. Go with me to the scriptures very quickly. Second Corinthians. Chapter 4, verse 13. We got to become strong. This is the time for you to become strong. You got to become strong. For your kids' sake, you got to become strong. For your family's sake, you must become. For your community's sake, you must become. You got to become strong. Listen to what the Bible says. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. And since we have the same... Spirit of, spirit of, spirit of, according to what is written, I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore we speak. I believe, therefore I Faith comes out of your spirit. Faith comes out of your spirit. Now, you know when your faith is getting bigger. Listen to me. I'm going to give you a sign. 
when the only thing that comes out of your mouth is what God said. I believe, therefore I. I believe, therefore I. Don't let anyone tell you anything that God didn't say. My God. I said, don't let anyone tell you anything that God did not say. You know you're getting strong when everything that comes out of your mouth, what God said, what God said, that's the sign that you're becoming strong in spirit in the faith. I believe, therefore, I have spoken. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, above all things, God, your heart. For out of it flows the issues. What are you saying about your situation? Over everything, God, your heart, for out of it, out of it, flow the issue of life. It's one thing what happens, it's another thing what you say about what happens. There's so many individuals in here and I'm telling you right now the enemy is trying to grab your mouth he says as long as I have your mouth I got the rest he's trying we got to go back to speaking only what God said I'm telling you right now we must do it and we must do it now all of creation is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God the sons of God are the ones who command with their mouth they command with their mouth when anything is out of order. Oh God. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8, we must resist the enemy in the faith. How do you resist the enemy? In the faith. How do you resist the enemy? In the faith. Your faith is manifested by what you believe and what you speak. The Bible says resist them in the faith. How you resist them in the faith? The Bible says that the, the, Jesus told the disciples, let us go to the other side. Somebody say the other side. Let us go to the other side. When he says let's go to the other side, that's the word of God. What does the word of God say? Let's go to the other. Let's go to the other. When they're going to the other side, a storm arises. God never said nothing about a storm. The disciples forget about the word that God gave them and they start talking about the storm. And they come to Jesus and say, do you not care that we're perishing? Do you not care that we're drowning? He gets up and this is what he says. He rebukes the storm. He rebukes the wind and there's a great calm. Why? Because he did not come in agreement with what was being seen with his eyes. He came in agreement with what was being said by the word of God. He said, we're going to the other side. And if we're going to the other side, we're going to the other side. I don't know what storm is trying to rise in your life that's trying to get you to disagree with what God said about you. But I'm telling you right now, you got to rise up in your spirit and say, the Lord said, we're going to the other side. The Lord said, me and my house shall serve the Lord. The Lord said, I am the head and not the tail. The Lord said, my cup runs over. And I am going to agree with God.
Can somebody say amen? amen? Don't agree with the storm. Agree with God. What did God say about you? What did God say about your family? What did God say about your house? What did God say about your destiny? Agree with God. Somebody say, in the spirit. Somebody say, in the spirit. It's in the spirit. We have the same spirit of faith as it's written. I believe. As it is written, I believe. Somebody say that with me. As it's written. As it's written. As it's written. Listen. As it's written. Don't go by anything that's not. Don't go by anything that's not. Written as it's written, I. That's the sign that your faith is growing. Hallelujah. It's time for your manifestation. I said, It's time for your manifestation. I said, It's time for your manifestation. There are people in here, you got to rise up in the spirit. What you must do? Rise up in the spirit. What must you do? All of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of. 